glory to you, O Lord. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you. Throughout Lent, we have been in the wilderness, exploring what it means to worship a God of new beginnings, a God who asks for our obedience and commitment, a God who invites us into life together with our neighbors, and a God whose word speaks against the death we experience in our brokenness. And we have looked for the places where God shows up in the wilderness. One of the places I see God show up is in the lectionary texts when they connect so closely to our current events. The texts for today were chosen nearly 40 years ago, long before anyone could have foreseen Holy Week happening in the midst of a global pandemic. And yet, listening to Matthew's account of Jesus entering Jerusalem, we hear the whole city was in turmoil. If we were hearing from Mark or Luke or John today, we wouldn't hear those words. There may be a lot about first century life in Israel that we don't know or we can't understand, but Matthew's words connect immediately to our current experience. And we can say, oh, yeah, Today, I know something about turmoil. God speaks to us where we are, and that is good news in turbulent times. 
I was caught by this particular word that we hear in Matthew's gospel. The word translated as turmoil comes from a Greek word that means to shake, to agitate, or to cause to quake. It can be a physical shaking, but it can also be mental or spiritual agitation. Matthew's Gospel begins with one of the infancy narratives that tell us how Jesus was born into the world and how the birth of the one called the Messiah frightened King Herod. And when the wise men tricked him, he was both angered and infuriated. The king and his understanding of both kingdom and kingship were shaken by the birth of Jesus, the incarnation of God's own son. The assumptions the king had made and what he thought he knew were changed. According to Matthew, more than 30 years later, the world was still in turmoil, shaken and out of sorts. This year, for us, I think it matters less why that was. It is simply reassuring to know that God's people have lived in turmoil throughout the ages. And we have witnesses throughout the centuries that God's people and God's church have survived. Later this week, on the afternoon of the Lord's crucifixion, we'll hear that the world was shaken again. Matthew tells us that after Jesus breathed his last, the curtain of the temple that separated the Holy of Holies from the sanctuary or nave is torn in two, and the earth shook and the rocks split. And yet we know that is not the end of the story. For today, in the midst of a world in turmoil and shaken by uncertainty and having to let go of expectations and traditions in the midst of our Holy Week, may we remember that God, that in Jesus, God still leads on. Jesus, the Son of God, who came and lived among us because God so loves us, leads the crowds into Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday. Triumphant, not because he has fought wars and won, but because he has announced a new kingdom and a new life for all who follow him. He is, as our next hymn says, the one who guides us by our hands into the promised land. He is our comforter and our consoler, leading us home. Thanks be to God. <laughs>